Good afternoon, I'm Malcolm Jordan and this is your Midday News Fix for Thursday the 16th of February. Ongoing disruption in Hawke's Bay after Cyclone Gabrielle with widespread evacuations, road closures, power outages and patchy cell phone service. Central Hawke's Bay District Council is urgently asking residents of Drumpeel Road to immediately evacuate with shelter available at the Municipal Theatre. Elective surgeries are cancelled today and tomorrow and although the water is safe to drink, people need to conserve it. Officials say 1,900 people spent last night at civil defence centres. Emergency Management Group controller Ian McDonald says Transpower is looking at ways to bypass the flooded Redcliffe substation. They're making some really good progress on that. However, it is still going to be up to a week before power can be fully restored. Police Superintendent Jeanette Park says they arrested five people after, a commercial, after commercial burglaries in Napier overnight. We're taking a very hard line in relation to any unlawful behaviour, any criminal behaviour. It is just so unfair to do steal from people that have potentially lost everything. Police are investigating a death in Tairawhiti, believed to be a person caught in floodwater. It brings Cyclone Gabrielle's death toll to five, including three deaths in Hawke's Bay and one in Auckland's Muriwai. East Coast MP Kitty Allen says it's terrible news. It's a really heartbreaking time for people in the community. Uh, and we know that we're not in isolation. We know other lives have been lost as a consequence of this event. Prime Minister Chris Hipkins is in Gisborne to survey the damage. His small entourage will visit flood-hit schools and houses, then meet civil defence coordinators before heading north to survey damage in other parts of the district. Federated Farmers is working with the government officials discussing support for rural communities. President Andrew Hoggard says he'll talk with MPI today. We'll see what the response is from that, but at the moment it's just been dealing with the immediate sort of effects that everyone's dealing with locally, and now we'll sort of escalate it up to the higher levels and have those conversations. $4 million was allocated yesterday to help farmers recover. On the Coromandel Peninsula, there are concerns about the long-term financial damage. Mayor Len Salt says residents and business people need some security about the future. At the moment, after five weather events in the first part of 2023, we're struggling to get that assurance and, and our business people are hurting. And just under 4,000 households still don't have power in the far north. Meanwhile, the Finance Minister says the government's books are in good shape, but don't account for the economic hit from the cyclone. Political editor Jason Walls has the numbers. The Treasury's financial statements for the six months to the end of December shows a higher level of debt than had been expected. But Grant Robertson says the $2.8 billion deficit was actually almost $40 million better than expected. He says the impacts of the flooding are not yet fully known, but says the government will need to step up with significant resources to fix broken infrastructure. To sport, Manchester City has jumped to the top of the table in football's Premier League after a 3-1 win at Arsenal. Both teams sit on 51 points, but the defending champions lead on goal difference. Emma Twigg has scorched into the A-final as top qualifier in the women's single skulls at the National Rowing Championships on Lake Rui Tanifa. And Lewis Hamilton has started negotiations with Mercedes over a new deal. The seven-time Formula One world champion confirmed during the manufacturer's season launch that he plans to stay a bit longer. I'm Malcolm Jordan. That's your latest news fix. We'll be back with the next update at 5pm from the News Talk ZB Newsroom.